Hello and welcome to the Novel Traveller podcast. My name is Michelle Walsh-Jackson and I'm the Novel Traveller. Well, this week I have a real treat. After chatting with my good friend Elaine Crowley for so many years on her show, The Elaine Show on Virgin Media One, I finally get to turn the tables on her and we get to speak about her favourite travel experiences. We also have a little bit of reminiscing about some trips we've been on ourselves. We are both so ready for a trip anywhere and the sooner the better that I also caught up with Michelle McGuire, the CEO at Ireland's Blue Book. And she took me on a virtual trip around Ireland with some novel ideas for a two-centre holiday. I'll also be speaking about these on The Elaine Show next Tuesday at 3pm. So if you'd like to hear some great ideas, do stay tuned to the end of the podcast. But for now, sit back, relax and enjoy novel travel. Today, I have my very dear friend, Elaine Crowley, um, who you will know from Virgin Media. She has her own show, one of the few people in the country with her own show named after her. And she not only uh, presents it, but she produces it. Not a lot of people know that, Elaine. You're a very busy lady. I'm a very busy lady. The three of us on the show are very busy, actually. Myself and Sinead and Kelly, they were busy, busy, busy bees all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. I know how hard you guys work. And um, and it's great fun talking to you about travel. I look forward to my bi-weekly slot, checking in and talking about all the lovely places uh, that, 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 you know, listeners and, and viewers can can travel to. And I do feel a little bit of optimism at the moment now. And, and please, God, now this summer, we'll all be able to get around the country somewhere nice. But I really yeah. wanted to know, I mean, yeah, what? Do, how do you feel about that? Do you think we'll get out? Yeah, I think... I think once the vaccinations are rolled out, we've got vaccination passports. It's looking good. Yeah, I think it's. I think we've got to be optimistic. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So, so, what was your what was your first holiday that you recall? Abroad or at home? Um, either. Yeah. Well, my first holiday at home would have been to Ballyhig with my family when I was small, only in primary school. Um, but my first holiday abroad, I went to. Paris when I was 15 14 just going on 15 I was there for my birthday and I was visiting my auntie Angela who lived in Neuilly in Paris so went there with my sister and it was the year Euro Disney opened so we went on to Euro Disney went on to Versailles traveled Paris myself and my sister in her teens and stayed with my aunt so that was lovely oh my god that must have been amazing memories you know it must be yeah. gorgeous and I remember the price of the flights back then were massive like save I was saving up all summer for the flight it was 300 and something quid for I mean when you look at that now it seems throw that back to what is it Rage am I now god almighty it's nearly 30 years ago now um if you throw it back then it was huge price we were so lucky now in the fact that uh flights have come down so much Absolutely. and travel is so much more accessible now yeah, absolutely. And places like Paris will stay with you forever when you've been. I think you 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 had some other great experiences in Paris after that, didn't you? Yeah, well, I've been I've been I've been a few times to Paris now, um, with my family because my aunt used to live there, and we went over for my mother's seventieth, myself and my sisters, and I, I popped in and out there a few times. Now Paris is lovely. Parisians, I'm not so fond of, but Paris itself is beautiful. <laughs> I always find if you try and speak French, even pigeon French, they appreciate it and, and they're a little bit nicer to you. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. It works for no, me. My, my French wasn't too bad now, but I, 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 it's because I did French in college as well. But I suppose if you don't use it, you lose it. So I feel sometimes feel like an awful aegis, although I do remember once I went to Brussels and made the mistake of uh, speaking French in a Flemish bar. So I won't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that, that's actually worse than speaking English. No, no, no. That's, no I'd, be, I'd be better off speaking Swahili than I was. You would. You would have been. And, and, you know, the Belgian beer, my goodness, it's amazing up there in that part. It the blows world. the head off you. It's yeah, not amazing. It, it, it no one warns you. No one warns you at all. Now, Elaine, I'm going to ask you what the funniest thing that happened to you on holiday is. And it's, it's I know oh, you've Jesus. had a massive of experience, loads of different experiences and disasters. Because uh, you like often text me. <laughs> you would send me these In a texts. panic. <laughs> but can you pinpoint one at least that was really funny? Do you only want one? <laughs> well, I suppose... Uh, do you know I'll tell you one that you I haven't I don't think I've told you this before this has nothing to do with you or press trips so you'd be heart- delighted to hear it so I'll keep oh then. I won't blame you for this one it was my very first time skiing and I went to Andorra and there was a gang of about 14 or 20 it was a massive gang of us I, I didn't know many of them before but I'd never even put a pair of ski boots on or a set of skis on and um so I went down, hired the stuff, put it on. And, you know, it was one of those chair lifts that they go around and you slowly get on one and then you hop on and you go way up the mountain. And you anyway, so I, I did that. And my sister was with me as well. And she was had she was dawdling, as my mother would say, dawdling along. She was taking ages to go on. So the, your man slapped her arse, got her on the ski thing. She went ahead of me. Mona, she hopped on it. And then it was my turn next. So I slid on it. And then I was going oh my goodness, this is a bit dangerous. So I was sitting on the chair, hanging on to the side. I didn't realise you had to pull the thing over your head to keep you oh, in. Oh, you so didn't. All no. the way up no. the mountain, no. just kind of hanging on to the side. Going, <laughs> Nobody warned me that this could be quite life-threatening. So I hadn't a clue. And I remember, then I saw, of course, people as they're going, oh, people lifting the thingy off. And went, oh, yeah, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> but it gets worse. It gets worse. Did you ever see that Bridget Jones edge of reason? And the same. When she's getting, yeah, 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 the ski, yeah. So, so getting up, see, however bad I was getting on, it was marginally worse getting off it because I'd never, as I may have mentioned, never skied before. So I was just watching what people are doing, and you kind of slid off and went down a slope. Um, so did you ever see? Did you ever play a game of skittles? Yes. Imagine <laughs> I'm the bowling ball, and there's a lovely set of German tourists that are you the didn't. skittles. I careered <laughs> down like a oh. bat out of hell went flying uh, into them knocked over the half of them and landed on my arse I would have loved to have been there and seen that oh god help you it was that must have been absolutely hilarious when everybody just in stitches I, around place is laughing at me no place is laughing at me. there's the Irish girl clearly <laughs> we all started skiing back then so yeah there was I like a big E just flew down off the thing I could have died I could have well, fallen off the oak and died. Bridget Jones has obviously copied, seen, uh, you know, they, they were obviously copying you or copying someone yeah, like you at that, one time. That and my trips to Thailand would be very Bridget Jonesy, let me tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, and you do love Thailand. I mean, we do talk about this a lot. We do say how much you love Thailand. I never shut up about it. What is it that you really love about it? I remember Michelle Jackson, you being the seasoned travel writer that you are, telling you, you won't believe it until you go to Thailand. It'll be your favorite place in the world. And you were like, oh, maybe, maybe not. I've traveled the world. I love this place. Right. I love that place. And you literally have traveled everywhere. Was I right? Oh, I yes. was right. Yeah, there and, is and... something magical in the air there. Um, I don't really do the, the uh, cities. I, 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 I like going to the islands and more rural areas. But the people are just, they call it the land of smiles for a reason, because the people are just absolutely lovely. There's a very holistic vibe to the place. Obviously, there's another side of Thailand, the bars and all that sort of stuff. I, I haven't really experienced that. Well, actually, accidentally once I did. I'll get to that later. But, you know, the 
the um the the it's just a very spiritual relaxing place and I love being there it's just my happy place I go there and every ounce of tension seeps out of my body spend a week or two there I go there on my own normally and I come back feeling 10 years younger yeah it's just I, and, and, you know, you do often say that. And I think you have such a busy lifestyle. I, I think for you to totally switch off, just travel on your own, it, it really is therapeutic. And it's a pity more people don't do that. That, you know, th- there's so much value from traveling on your own. Yeah, but I, I used to be terrified of traveling on my own. Like the first time I went to New York, I think I was 26. I was visiting a friend of mine over there. I was too afraid to get the subway or a cab by myself from the train the, from JFK. She had to send a friend to pick me up in the car. Because I was so scared of traveling on my own. Roll on a few years later and it's my favorite thing to do. I, I love solo traveling, I think, is the best thing to do. You don't you can you don't have to work to anyone else's agenda. I do like to relax quite a lot when I'm on holidays. I like to see the things I want to see. And you don't have to answer to anybody else. Plus, if you need to switch off and you have a busy life and you, you just want to relax and soak in the sun, read, excuse me, read a book do what you want to do you can do it it is the way to do it isn't it like it really is yeah mm, really is and, yeah and so uh, what was your worst travel experience oh jesus let me think there now <laughs> well, no, there's a list of them there's a list of them well i start now for a girl who loves traveling i do seem to be a bit unfortunate as you will know i mean okay i was in a certain island off portugal and it wasn't great because the bathroom was very smelly and full of little creature things won't talk about that in the hotel is full of geriatrics won't talk about that one because that was actually not the worst thing that experienced me go back to thailand actually because not sure that it was the worst but it was a bit of the accident like when i talk about bridget jones and me uh, disasters and holidays this happened to me anyway i decided in the spur of the moment to go to thailand i was completely burnt out at work i was exhausted so this was a wednesday i was flying out the friday i booked it and gone um so I hadn't put much organization into it, but everything was there. I was booked into the place I normally go to. La, la, la. So I got off the plane. And the first thing I did was I put my card into the ATM to get some bat out because I had no uh, currency. And uh, first of all, the plane was delayed by six hours. So I needed to get currency for a taxi because my, my hotel lift wasn't there. My phone was dead. I couldn't ring them or, or email them or anything like that. So I got the money out. I turned around to see something behind me because I was a bit tired turned around and of course my car got swallowed so there I was dead phone no money no way of contacting oh my god the oh no it gets more interesting after this oh, this no. is all the same trip mind you uh, I'm, oh, I'm, no. I'm, I hadn't told any of my family I was going either at that point by the way so um oh eventually I, I got to the I got to the, the resort I was staying on because the security guard kindly rang them because they'd known them from the airport and so they came and got, and got me went back to the hotel that was fine next day um and then all my luggage had gone AWOL so I was there in Thailand with no luggage oh, no. oh you couldn't have that much bad luck that your car had eaten oh, your no. luggage gone everything oh, 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 oh hang on a second some and it's a miracle I still love the place but I do so after that then the following day I I always pack just in case this happens uh, just uh, like I'll pack a bikini some underwear little necessities in my carry-on bag and uh, uh, throw clothing thankfully I did that time so um that's a really good tip. I got it, it really is like every, really important. on my yeah. hand and my hand luggage at all times you can roll up a little uh dress a, a little actually a lot I'll always have a little black sweater dress a sleeveless one that can take you day or night or put it over a bikini some underwear and Bob is your uncle and your toothbrush yeah. and there you go yeah. so I went in anyway the, the, I got locked the, day, the next day anyway I was uh, by the swimming pool there after my colonic irrigation or something fabulous like that <laughs> and I got 
the, the lock went in the loo, so I got locked into the loo there, in the, the public toilet there. Eventually, I got out after much banging and clattering. The, the public went, toilet of the spa? No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I'm my God! There. Were you shouting yeah, your there. heart out? Please save me! Get me out! Yes, I, I yes, I was, but I was a bit, it was a bit down from everywhere. So no one. Eventually, I got out there, but it took a bit of a trial. Then after that, I went. I, I because I'd lost my card, I had to get money transfer from Western Union money transfer because I'd no bank card. Very, I'd never done that before. So I went down. They, the the shuttle bus brought me down to the village. I went to Western Union, got my money, and I said I'd get a little. Uh, tuk tuk thing home or but uh, actually it was a motorbike tuk tuk thing home so I went on that the little moped things and then I realised your man thought I was a tourist fresh off the boat because I knew where I was going I was going he didn't think I, he, he didn't think I knew where I was going and he took off the other direction so I was going over to the other side of the island so I got basically no. kidnapped no until oh I told him dro- I made him drop me out I passed the police station I roared at him and screamed at everything to let me off the the bus yeah. the, the thing so I did that then so it was a stressful few days anyway so just <laughs> I decided to go for a massage the following day and I not following night because I hadn't gone into the town went around did a bit of shopping and you know, there'd be lovely spas and salons all over the place so I said go and get a nice long time massage so in I went and I noticed there was a lot of shoes and there were not a lot of people but I didn't take much notice until I was lying down and then face down then I noticed very very dollied up type masseuse and then it dawned on me that I wasn't in a massage a place. Pro- it was well, only a front. Yeah. I was in. I was in a, a, a place of ill repute. Oh, Elaine! How only you, only you, with all the shoes. Oh my God! On top of everything. Yeah. yeah. So that happened. So I extricated <laughs> myself from that successfully. I'm very. All obviously the, the 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 interesting place, shall we say, was upstairs, and downstairs was kind of a pretend massage place. So obviously. Right. The new, before hands wandered where they shouldn't have got out of there anyway. Oh so, my god! Then I got back to um, the place I was staying in, and my last morning before I was getting the flight, I said I'd go down to the, the the beach. I was faffing around the place, had some lovely fruits, and I'd walk around the beach in my bare sand, in my bare feet, and like look at this the rising sun and all that. But sure, didn't I? Obviously, there'd been a party the day before. Didn't I stand in a hypodermic needle? Oh, you didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you didn't end up in hospital no, then. No, I didn't because it had, thankfully, I had very unattractive feet at the time. I had a big lumpy callus and it went oh. through the callus and not through any, it didn't create <laughs> any actual blood vessels or flesh. So, um, not to be said for the calluses. Say, say, say by callus. Say by the callus. Callus. On, on the way home, um, I was flying with, some, I think it was Malaysia Airlines, actually, interestingly <laughs> enough. But on the way home, um, this fellow went absolutely bonkers on the flight and we were grounded for ages because he kept chasing, he was chasing this poor woman in a in a hijab around the place trying to look up her skirt. So it took ages to take off. So that was my <laughs> trip to Thailand. That was a memorable one. That, that is, that, that rivals Did Bridget Jones's. I, I can't believe I never heard that one. All I hear is you waxing lyrically about Thailand. I can't believe all oh, that happened on the one trip, Elaine. You really oh, have to write that down. And I've, yeah. I've been down there, for, I've been back five or six times since then. It yeah. didn't turn me off at all because, you know what, the place is just so special. Ah, yeah, she is. No, no, I mean, there, and there are loads of islands that people haven't explored that, you know, you, you can go to and there's only a handful of people on them. So that, yeah, that's what I really like yeah. about it, too. The worst thing that happened to me was a bad sunburn when I was in the UAE. Um, I had gone to a haman, you know, those, those oh, I, yeah. I do dance my spaz, you know, and they yeah. had the Turkish bats and all that sort of stuff. And they, I'd put on my sunscreen before I left to go there. But of course, they put the oil on and all that. And I forgot oh, to should they scrub it. you I, down something else with the, with the yeah, haman? Yeah, but I was a bit they? of a clown, wasn't I? 
it was very yes. early in the morning so I went out and had a walk around and I absolutely burnt my poor lady friends to be oh, oh. my boobies were in flitters I couldn't wear a bra and, there's and I nothing had to call worse. to work because I couldn't when I got back I couldn't wear a bra because you can't at that time I was a newsreader you cannot be a newsreader without a brassiere not you when you're my size anyway <laughs> No, no, you can't. That's something that we're trying. Explain me that one to your boss is great crap. <laughs> I know, but but the UAE, it's really deceptive. It's so hot, the sun there. Oh my god, like it is. It's uh, desert. But see, it's a, it's a it's a dry heat. It's not a humid heat, so it's not as bad. The humidity in Thailand is quite suffocating sometimes. And the UAE, I didn't mind so much because um, one of my friends lived there is over there quite a lot, and it's a dry heat, so I don't mind that as much. But the one thing I don't like about you, the UAE is the camels. I'm not a fan of camels. Yeah, well, I suppose at least they do have taxis. And they've lady taxis yeah. too, you know, so there are yeah, other alternatives. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't ever have to get on another camel again, I don't care. Uh, I don't, I've yet to get on the camel. So I'm saving that don't for Lanzarote. Why? They, they're biting and spitty, don't do it. Oh, really? Okay. And if you perfume on or anything like that, they go nuts. Now, come here, speaking of large animals, I asked you, what's your favourite travel monento souvenir? Oh, Actually, I do love elephants oh, and I love, elef- love elephants. I, I love <laughs> elephants. And I was at a sanctuary in, in Thailand once um, and the safari in Africa was you oh, that time. We saw a real oh. life elephant up close. I do love elephants because when the trunk up, I was going through a really bad bout of depression donkeys years ago. And I remember Laura Berman and the beauty journalist telling me and she had me a picture of an elephant with the trunk up. That's for good luck. And I just latched onto that because it got ah, me through a bad place ah, so everywhere I go if I can't find an elephant to bite I will and this is what I bought in Costa Mui oh he's I have a so little cute. family that's, oh, that's he's the got daddy elephant ears. and I have a oh, yeah I have a many elephants and a baby oh, yeah oh, I have a baby oh, elephant too yeah. so there's mammy daddy and baby elephants so I have loads of elephants I actually have way yeah. too many elephants at this point now I really want to talk <laughs> and, and you know I was lucky enough to be with you when you saw your first one in the wild wasn't I when we were in you South were. Africa and yeah. I'll never forget the excitement of that it was a really special safari um, yeah. and because I think it's not contrived yeah. it was a wild park and it, like yeah. animals came and they went and it's just like whoa mm-hmm. There and is. We, we we even got to see another animal you love, a unicorn. Do you remember seeing the yeah, unicorn? That's a real well no, people think we're bonkers, Michelle. Yes, they're they're okay. bonkers anyway. We are it bonkers. Wasn't a real, it wasn't a real live unicorn. Uh, it was was it a dick dick with one it, horn? It, it's a, it's an antelope with one horn. An antelope and with one horn. The guy and the and the, the ranger said to us that they're called unicorns and they're a sign of really good luck. Yeah, so we were, and we needed good luck that time because we just yeah. lost my just lost my lovely friend Emma, who was of course obsessed with unicorns. Which is why I have yes. a tattoo of a unicorn on my bottom. So yeah, it was a good omen to see yeah, that. Lo- lovely, lo- lovely, lovely Emma Hannigan, and you know, and and it was it was quite emotional because because yeah, like, it was it was it was quite and one of those outstanding moments you'll never forget where you kind of have a spiritual connection to a place or a moment, mm. and yeah. and you were thinking of Emma and you asked Emma for a sign, wasn't it? Yeah, she had lit- yeah. literally the moments before and because I was in this amazing place and I my heart was broken and I couldn't enjoy myself and I was like this is just awful why am I not having more fun this I'm this is an experience of a lifetime and then literally within the next five minutes the unicorn came along freaked me out completely but it was very comforting as well absolutely and I just love when coincidences and things like that happen because it really it, it concretes for me you know my belief that we're all really connected 
you know, yeah. spiritually and, and, and places have an energy like, like Thailand is your good place yeah. and your happy place. And, that, and that's what I love about travel. When you're finding connections, you're meeting people you wouldn't meet. And had Vernon yeah. not said, oh, look, there's a unicorn. Like you, you looked at me and you yeah. nearly jumped out of your skin. And it's just lovely when things like that happen when you travel. And I do think you need yeah. to travel for things like that to happen sometimes. You do, you do. And that's yeah. why it, I, I, it's just, the, I think people are very important as well. You meet people you will never meet before or again. In every single trip is unique even if you go back to the same place it's unique every that, every single time that nutcase you were filming who was doing his own his own uh, music do you remember and all the local lads came out they had a different instrument each oh yeah they were all dancing they an orchestra god they took us for a ride <laughs> oh. god bless them they tried they were characters and it's something you won't forget I'll never forget it because we were in an extreme part of South Africa. It, to explain it to, to the listeners, it's like going to Ireland and going to Leitrim. You know what I mean? The yeah. part, of, uh, part of South Africa we were in was not Cape Town or Johannesburg. No, no, it was like we were in Le- the, the Leitrim side. And it was just that. Yeah. Now, Leitrim's a fantastic county. I adore it. And there's loads to do in it. And by no means am I being yeah, derogatory yeah. about Leitrim. But it's just, it's but so it's remote. Lesser known. Lesser yeah. known. Lesser known is the key. But there was something beautiful about that, you know, and, and the yeah. way the way the people were. I love that when you get really to meet the you know, indigenous people who are just natural doing their thing. Yeah. And and I, I the way that you, you're warned before you go to South Africa, don't go here don't go there don't leave this don't leave that I remember one of our, our friends had left a very expensive camera bag behind That's and right. the, the ladies in that village in Lumpopo um, the town kept it and ran after him and said here and they, they could have sold yes. that for thousands and that's yes. a huge honesty that you, you you don't hear the good things. You only hear the bad things, I think, when I, it comes to I, South African abs- travel sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And and, mm. and I remember taking a photo of one of the lovely ladies. She was in the hair salon and they were beading their yeah. hair. Do you remember? Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if you took the photo. Was it you that took the photo? And the we lady said to me, uh, and, and, she, yeah. and the lady she turned to us and just you take me back to Ireland she said yeah yeah, oh, yeah. so just, lovely it's so lovely meeting people like that it's it's so yeah. moving it's, it really is what yeah. travel's about you know yeah uh, yeah I'll better get back to my we could talk about South Africa all day I'll go back to my question who would be your favorite traveling companion well you see you do like to travel solo so that's a, an open question yeah. now that would be me <laughs> excellent That's I'm my own favourite travelling companion I'm not going to lie to you. I love it yeah and and where is top of your bucket list now for when it is, this is over and we can travel where do you want to go most I want to go to Galapagos mm. Mm. I think a lot of people want to go to the Galapagos and I also want to go to um, the Arctic oh the Antarctic or the Antarctic the Antarctic the Antarctic the one down below and, 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 and of see course, from some penguins. And of course, you were meant to go to Galapagos. I was meant to go to Ecuador and I was meant to go to the Galapagos and I didn't get there. But actually, last year was supposed to be my year of amazing travel. I had saved up all my holidays. I was supposed to be in Caribbean cruise. I was supposed to be in the Galapagos and the um, and in Ecuador with an indigenous vill- uh, villagers. I was supposed to be in Girona. Is it Girona? Girona, I think. No, is Girona in Spain? Germany, Italy, Germany. Oh, oh no, no sorry, Spain. So G I O O N. I was thinking of Genoa. Yeah. Uh, Girona is just um, north yeah. of not north of them. Um, Barcelona, yeah. about a hundred. Yeah, well, I was supposed to go to a, an amazing Michelin star restaurant there that I've been years to get on the list, to, and I was supposed to also go to Thailand for my birthday. I did all planned. Last year was my year. Oh. The pandemic hit, and you know what? I'd be. I was getting down to Cork. Now I'm delighted. Never mind anywhere else. But you know. 
Gosh, we're all here, we're all safe. We're so I'm excited. I'm one piece so I can go there again. Yeah, absolutely. We're all excited. And where, where would be your favourite place in Ireland then? You know, if you were to pick a county or, or a place mm. or a town, even better, if you can think of one. Let me think, where do I love in Ireland if I had to run away somewhere? Um, I, just, I don't really have a particular one place because I, it's kind of strange because I've, I've been living in Dublin so long and I'm from Cork. If I'm outside of Dublin, I tend to stay in Cork. I do adore Cork. I do love Kerry because um, around Clorglin in that area in Carra Lake, my ancestors are from there. So you won't find a more beautiful place than that, I, I think myself. It is gorgeous down there. Um, it's not too far away from where my home place is. And, like, you get there in, in an hour from from where we are in Cork. So because um, I'm half Kerry, I do. It would be somewhere in Cork or Kerry. Killarney, um, the Muckers Park Hotel in Killarney, I love. Um, if I'm to the spa there is absolutely stunning and that area if, you're, if, you're, if I'm to go on a staycation now Killarney is where I'd be heading and I've recently discovered Donegal thanks to Noel Cunningham right. so yeah um, yeah, I go there as well. yeah it's, it's it's lovely and unspoiled it's, it's it is quite similar in ways to Kerry because of that dramatic landscape isn't yes. it that wild Atlantic rugged. way yeah yeah it's beautiful it's so rugged and if you get good weather you're I can't remember did you get good weather up there I did. I did. Yeah. I got good weather in Donegal. Oh, that's good. It makes all the difference. And there's some dreamy yeah. little, little beaches and islands oh. and just, just off it. Yeah. And I, I love Donegal myself. Um, and so you don't have a kind of a secret place or a hidden gem of a place that you would recommend? Well, do you know what? And it's, it's very near home. And I know you've been there as well. But if you do love literature and you do love uh, beautiful parks, beautiful areas, Donnerell Park and Demens in Donnerell County Cork is where, where I, near where I grew up. I went to school there. The house is beautiful. Recently renovated the, the ground floor so you can get, go in and see that when things open up again. But the grounds are lovely. There's two, I think they were the biggest man-made lakes in Ireland at the time when they were made specifically for Lord Donnerell to go fishing in. And there's deer there. It's beautiful walks, a lovely area. We're blessed to have it on our doorstep. And that is such a little hidden gem. And then a, a few miles up there, you can go up the Ballyhowers and you can oh. go on lovely mountain trails. I mean, there's so much in that little area and you wouldn't think of things like that. So that's because it's it's everything so close together. That's where I do love to, uh, I, I love to wander off there. And there's lovely, um, there's cafe, a place called Cafe Townhouse. It's a lovely tea, uh, tea room in the village. And then actually there's another tea room in the, the house itself. And, it's just beautiful. You just ramble around and there's bridges and streams and fish and nature. And it's apparently it's Ireland's m- most popular free tourist attraction. Really? But the Ballyharris? Yeah. No, the, oh, the Donnerell Park. Oh, Donnerell Park. All right. Yeah. yeah. But it's, um, it's, it's, it's absolutely lovely. And that's the hidden gem. But I think because we've lived so near it all my life, I, 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 maybe you took it for granted, dust. perhaps, when you lived took it there. For you'd sn- yeah, because yeah, you'd, you'd sneak off school and snog the boys down the park. You know, and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but it's absolutely gorgeous there now. Absolutely lovely. And of course, it has that incredible tradition, doesn't it? It was where the first lady Mason was made, wasn't didn't wasn't it? The Free Mason, yeah. The, the first she, lady Freemason was called. She was listening she hid behind in, yeah. in a priest's hole. Yeah. She was in a priest's cubby, yeah. So she had to be, she overheard a, a meeting of the Freemasons. So she had to be brought into the fold. If you look at Canon Sheen, of course, the author, he, he's, he was the Donald Parish priest. Edmund Spencer, of course, is a fairy queen. He 
was from Donnerill, Elizabeth Bowen, Bowen's Court. That's the area as well. So it's drenched in literary Steeped tradition. In literature, as well. Yeah. And horse mm-hmm. racing, when you've got the, the, the history of the steeplechase comes from yeah, there the too. Spire, doesn't it? The spire from Buttevant and the spire in Donnerill, they're two villages a few miles apart. And that's where the very first steeplechase was. And of course, that area as well, you've got beautiful animals, horse trainers, all that sort of stuff. So if you want to trek in horses, not that not far away to look either so there's a lot it, there I think we're so spoiled in Ireland with them the highlights we have like the Donegal's and the Kerry's and places and the Galway's you forget that every single county and even places like North Cork yeah. who you wouldn't think would be a tourist attraction actually is and there was I stayed in a beautiful country house there I think it was was it Donnerell Longaville and it wasn't Longaville I stayed there and it's fabulous that's in, in mm. Mallow no it was, it yeah. was it was a lovely oh my goodness it was like um I don't remember the name of it, but I was down there for the literary festival a few years ago talking about books. That's that rings a bell. Yes, that's actually that is where I uh, literally a kilometer from the door of my mother's house. And Ah. most of my sisters got married there. Ah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, the the family of it's a beautiful and it actually won last week. I do believe it won an award for the best country house hotel in Cork. Oh, really? uh, one, one, I'm not entirely sure which word I saw it on Facebook, uh, but yeah. So it's, it's they do a cracking cracking breakfast. I'll never forget the breakfast. It was really. Yeah, good. I never really stay over. Can we go to the wedding and roll down the hill home? Uh, yeah, you would. You would though. <laughs> and and you know, the, and as you say, so many counties in the interior of Ireland ha- are, are gems. Like I'm thinking of Lochrane Castle. You know, yeah. up in Leitrim, which is just amazing, and um, and beautiful hotels like on the lake, um, the mm. like the Wineport Lodge, like like uh, off the top of my head, there are so many of them in yeah. the interior. You don't have to be at the coast; it's absolutely. So if I can't get away this summer, I'm just going to be going on a tour of them if we're allowed. Yeah, and um, oh, food now, Elaine. What is your favorite food? What country or or? Well, I know you like Thai food, but is there, have you ever had unusual yeah. food in a place? Oh God, of course I have. I've had very strange things in my mouth. That sounds very bad. If you want strange food, Australia really is the place to be going, I think. Um, I crocodile soup. I Crocodile tastes like fishy chicken. It's disgusting. I wouldn't recommend it. Kangaroo, ostrich, what else? Very strange things. And the normal snails and stuff like that. But I think everywhere you go, you should try something a little bit out of your comfort zone, if you possibly can. Yeah. And, and, but, and how, um, how, did, how did you find Australia? Was it a long time ago you were there? I actually went to Australia when I was 27. I was actually, I, I was moving to live there. But then I was offered a promotion at work. So I kind of went for seven weeks instead and did a tour and went back home. But um, it's, it's, it's lovely. I only did the East Coast. I'd love to go back and spend more time there, but it's oh, it's just fabulous. And I went, actually, that's what broke the back of my solo traveling. I went over with my cousin because she was moving home. But when I came back, I um, went on a Kantiki tour by myself. We sailed around with Sundays. It was stunning. Um, went to Fraser Island, Whitehaven Beach. The, the sand is so fine. You can't bring your watch there because it will get into the workings of your watch. It is an amazing place. So unspoiled. I mean, on Fraser Island, there's a lake. You're not supposed to wear sunscreen lotion because you contaminate the lake. You can literally drink the water as you're swimming. That's how clear it is. Oh, it's lovely. phenomenal. So I'd love to go back again. And um, even the food there, Balmain bugs. I'm not sure if you've ever had them in Sydney. They're very Australian delicacy. They're like a shellfish, but they look like big cockroaches, but they're not. They're, 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 they're gorgeous. Um, and oh, even going to Newcastle, the wineries there. 
it's really it's if it wasn't so far away it'd be the ideal place to live yeah it is it has a lot to offer australia mm. and, and it's it's such a large um a large continent or island you know uh, people forget mm. you do need time and it really is is, is a bucket list yeah. trip really isn't it yeah um and yeah i only scratched the surface and i was there for ages now i remember getting a text from you i was in toronto at the time and it was the the day that trump was elected and you sent me a little text and you said i'm not going to america <laughs> Uh, oh, again. Supposed, that's right. Yeah. I was supposed to go to America. <laughs> remember, and I haven't yeah. been since. That's right. He said, I'm not going out till he's gone. So he's gone, right? He's gone. All is well. Elaine, where do you want to go in America? Oh, God, nowhere really. No. I'm not a fan of America, but maybe I haven't seen the right. Like, I know people who are obsessed with the place. They love it. Maybe I just haven't experienced it. Maybe I'm more of a laid back LA kind of person than a manic New York person. Or maybe I'll land in the middle. I just don't want to be anywhere that's too intolerant. I can't deal. And maybe because the States has got such bad press. But I, I, I wouldn't fancy anywhere that's too intolerant. But I'm sure there's places everywhere you, you can just well, land. It's such a, it is such a vast it is such a vast country that I, I would say, you know, to go to the lesser known states is how you do get to know the states. Vermont um, sounds um, nice. I've always liked the sound of Vermont. Yeah, Vermont is lovely and New England. Have you been to Boston? I haven't. Ever, I've only been to New York and Florida. Ah, oh, right. So, ah, uh, yeah. Well, it's waiting there for you to be. Because do you know what? It actually, I think, is going to be a really popular um, choice for, for people because it's the perfect place to take an RV, you know, or to go to national parks and to enjoy the, the great wide open spaces coming up next year for big bucket trip, yeah. list trips. I think it's good. Yeah, maybe. Don't, you don't sound convinced. I think you'll be heading no, east. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will be. Unless if you were in the States, maybe Hawaii would be the place or Alaska. If I was to go push to go to somewhere in the States, those are the two states I'd pick. Well, you've been to the Caribbean. What did you think of that? Oh, I loved it. I love, I, do you know what, that, that's, I did. Oh God, it was fabulous. I could quite happily stay a few weeks there as well. And of course, I was in Mauritius. So I've, my my in laws, my sister's in laws, and like my brother in law's Mauritian and his family over there. And I was there as well a couple of years ago. So it's just, oh, I mean, just give give me an unspoiled beach, a bit of rum, some nice food, some good company. I don't need the five star luxury really. All I just want yeah. is a bit of sunshine and chill time. God, what I wouldn't do for that now. Oh, I know we all we all need that. And and but I know you also are interested in history. Is there any place you've been where you found historically fascinating? Do you know where I found fascinating actually? And a lot of people won't um they kind of overlook it when they go there. And Crete is a massive tourist destination for sun holidays, but there's a place in Crete called Knossos, which I'm sure you know being a teacher. And um, it was actually the 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 palace of King King Minus. Minos um, of Crete and of course he had a daughter called Ariadne and the Minotaur Theseus and the Minotaur that whole legend springs from there and there was a theory at one point that the the labyrinth was because if you go and see the ruins you can look around and it, it's quite small and maybe the actual labyrinth itself was the palace and and there's there's conflicting reports on that now but I just thought it was fascinating walking around those ruins and it was 40 degrees heat when I was there I dragged my friends there they sat in the coffee shop while I wandered around they had no interest high up or low down and but I went around there and I loved it and the first flushing toilet in existence apparently I could be wrong was that's what the guy told me anyway was in Canassas oh wow 
Anthropology yeah, yeah. So I thought that was quite interesting. And I think Greece is going to be hugely popular as well when we can travel. I think they're already opening yeah. up to. I, I've never been to mainland Greece. Mm-hmm. I've, I've only ever been to Crete, but I do. I do. I, I'm obsessed with Greek and Roman history at the moment. So if it was quiet, I'd love to. I'd love to go to Florence. If it's you know, see all the art and the Medici, the Borgias, and all that sort of stuff. I love yeah. delving into that sort of history because all I've been doing in lockdown is watching various historic ser- historical documentary series. I've never been to China. I've never been to Japan. So I want to go to China and Japan. Not too fast on India either, to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, so all these places I have now on my radar that I need to see. Yeah, and I think I, I remember you um, going to Ethiopia at one stage, didn't you? I oh yes, I forgot about Ethiopia. I was in, yeah. I went to Ethiopia on my way to the Seychelles. Yes, Ethiopia is fascinating. The oldest human being to ever exist that has been discovered. Her remains. She's there, um, um, in the museum in Addis, and the the such fun. They have a thing called honey wine. We're talking about food and drink in Ethiopia. It is so sweet, so delicious, so lovely, but by Janie Mackett Strong. So don't, really? don't have any more, really. Isn't, you shouldn't anyway. I don't know. No, I couldn't. Isn't no. mead? Isn't mead from honey? Mead, an ancient yeah, Irish potion. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very similar to mead. Uh, but if you don't expect this to be that strong, at least my belong. Oh, oh and anyway, that, now, you guys, Elaine, you know up, me. He was up dancing with the dancers. <laughs> I love yeah, the gin and tonic, gin and tonic lollies at 11 o'clock in the morning. You know me. I, that's what I do. Oh, do, do you have the gin and tonic lollies at 11 o'clock in the morning in Johannesburg? Do you, Michelle, on St. Patrick's Day? I don't that's remember that. That's what you that. have. That's what you uh, have. Oh, that's right. St. Patrick's Day. That was the last yeah. time we kind of drowned the shamrock. My God, that was mad, wasn't it? Oh, God, uh, yeah. Three years ago it. now. Yeah, yeah, time flies, time flies. So, um, well, look, you, 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 your bucket list, really, it sounds like you have an idea. You'll be heading back to Thailand anyway, for sure. Um, have you made any... First, place, any- first up, Thailand, then Japan, then China. Maybe China or Japan first. I'm not entirely sure yet. That kind of area. I've been to Malaysia. So I, I've kind of, I don't really want to go. Well, I could go back there as well. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, and and people don't realize it's quite a strict Muslim country. It's it's it, and and people are lovely though. They're, they're very like the Thai. People. Yeah, they're very gentle yeah. and, and lovely. Yeah, but you wouldn't yeah. be staying there for the crack for a few weeks. You know, it's yeah, it's Indonesia, more relaxing Malaysia. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. They're more relaxing. So, 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 what is the most important hotel facility for Elaine Crowley? Well, you know very well, Michelle. The most important thing for me is a spa area. Um, I love, I love being pampered. I love relaxing. I need. Someone to jump up and down on my back and get all the knots and the tension out. <laughs> I like, I, I do, I do enjoy that. I just love trying out new types of spa therapies. I know, I mean, when I was in, in Lanzarote that time, the therapy was lovely. When I was in uh, Thailand, I went to Shiva Sam, probably one of the best spas in the world. Oh my goodness gracious me. It's over. And then Koh Samui, you have uh, everywhere in Thailand, actually, there's amazing therapists. But oh my goodness, yes, you do need a good. It, I do love a good spa. Oh yeah, God, I'm getting all upset now because yes, I haven't been okay, okay. for a year. I'll I'll, ch- I'll change the subject quickly to where would you tell 18 year old Elaine Crowley to go? It, where you know when she's 18 or in general? Um, in general, 18 year old, you would tell her. Mm. I would tell an 18 year old Elaine Crowley to stay in Dublin a few weekends and discover Dublin as opposed to anywhere else in the world. Because I lived in Dublin from the age of, I was just turned 17 
and I never discovered anything about Dublin. I never toured it. I went to college and I went home every weekend. So I would tell an 18 year old Elaine Crowley, stay up in Dublin, discover the city you're going to be living in for the next few years because I'm still discovering it and it's still one of the tourist spots I haven't explored properly. But that's great advice. And I hope when this lockdown is over, you will be coming out to Hoth and we will have a lovely lunch like we had before in, in East Cafe and we'll watch the sunset go down over the West Pier. And I very much look forward to doing that. Oh, God, <laughs> um, yes. Hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. And, what, what, and have you any plans for, for Elaine Crowley? I mean, your show is hugely successful and you've kept the spirits of the nation going um, over the oh, last year, you. especially. You really have. And I know you, your viewership has gone through the roof with it because you are a great beacon of hope for everybody while we're uh, needing to be cheered up in the afternoon. Um, Do you know what? Plans? Any plans? The only plans I'm making is to not have any plans because there's no point in having plans. You don't know what's coming around the corner. There's no point giving out about the government. There's no point giving out about Netflix. There's no point giving out about the virus because there's nothing we can do about it. So take every day as it comes and be glad we're on the planet. That is great advice, Elaine. And I look forward to hearing your travel tales when you do get travelling again and to talking to you uh, again on the show because I look forward to it every, every every two weeks. It really cheers me up talking to you. And I know we get great feedback from, from viewers. They always yeah. say, oh, I want to go here. I've just gone there. Or, you know, it's it's lovely to, to talk about nice We'll get there so, soon, Michelle. We'll get there. We will. We will. We plan a big trip. We're due, we're due a yeah. big one, Elaine. <laughs> thank you so much for giving me your time really enjoyed it really enjoyed it. you're that. very welcome and the next time you can come skiing with me i promise i won't kill you oh well you know me me ski now i've progressively got worse over the years and i do apres ski to perfection i have perfected that <laughs> I, I i just know how to ski straight into the bar that's what we do <laughs> and i'll be there waiting for you <laughs> with a nice hot chocolate rub in it Listen, take right, care, mind just uh, michelle take care thanks elaine Brilliant. Well, I really enjoy that. There's nothing like reminiscing with a good pal, and we have certainly had our share of fun over our travels. But now, some food for thought about where you might like to go this summer. My next guest is Michelle McGuire, the CEO of Ireland's Blue Book. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Michelle. Delighted to have an opportunity to chat with you. Oh, very, very good. And you know what a big fan I am of all your beautiful properties around the country. And how many is it now? Is it 63 you have? Or? We have 57 now throughout the island of Ireland. So that's country houses, castles, lodges all around the island. Yeah. Oh, oh, fabulous. And, and what's happening? What's, what's new that's happening with the Blue Book? Well, I suppose all the owners have been very busy during lockdown, looking at their properties, um, doing a lot of painting, decorating, refurb. So when you do get the chance to go away this summer, hopefully for your staycation, everything will be looking rather fabulous. They're doing a huge amount of work on their gardens as well, keeping busy in the gardens. (laughs) So a lot of the Blue Book houses would be famous for their gorgeous landscape gardens. And I think this summer... They're really, really going to look special and perhaps a lot of alfresco dining. They're looking at what they can do with their gardens and allowing people maybe to dine outside. Yeah, oh, that would be lovely. Oh, my goodness. Because I've, I've been to quite a few and I know and, and, and you know, quite a few have that farm to fork, you know, um, addition, which is just gorgeous where they, they, they you can see where they're taking their um, Yeah, that's always the been garden. the philosophy. Yeah. With the Blue Book for many, many years, perhaps before it was 
trendy to use that word a lot of these blue book properties on very large estates so that means they have orchards they have gardens so they can get that really locally sourced food with very few um, food miles so it's really coming from the estate garden into your plate yeah very sustainable Absolutely beautiful, beautiful food. My goodness, I can think of quite a few properties I've been to where I have literally been wowed. Um, Artara is one of them. Wow, an oh. incredible food. And up in County Down, isn't it? County um, Derry, actually. Oh, Derry. Yeah, Derry, Artara. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, um, it's a beautiful country house. It's Victorian. Um, the chef there is Ian Orr. Um, some people might recognise him. He does some of the TV shows in the UK, the Great, Great British Menu, shows like that. So they have fabulous food there in um, in, in Derry and Artara. But we also have Bishop's Gate in the city of Derry. So if you want maybe the combination of a, a country stay in Artara and Derry and then into the vibrant city of Derry, you have Bishop's Gate. So that's something people can maybe look at for this year. That's a that's a super idea, Michelle. And, you know, I can vouch for the city of Derry. I was up there for their Maritime Festival two years ago, uh, oh, probably three years ago now. But it was just simply stunning to see the city walls. I believe they're the only maiden city to have their original walls intact from the I 1600s. So, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful historical city. There's lots to do there. And I would say that if you were going on your staycation this year, treat it the way you would if you were going away to France or Germany or, or a different part of the world. Do some research, plan your local tours, <clears throat> you know, plan what you're going to do. And um, you'll find there's so much to do in these cities and treat it like a tourist, like as if you're an overseas visitor coming to Ireland. Well, well, that's it. We're all so busy heading off to to the sun that we, we forget, you know, certain towns that have got such great history. And that's a lovely idea, Michelle. Um, that's a very creative way of taking a holiday. I feel perhaps you have a blue book voucher or, you know, uh, given it as a gift at some time. You could, you could take a two centre holiday. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think we've got to make our staycations our holiday this year. So perhaps you're going to visit Northern Ireland, extend your trip, go into Donegal. Or perhaps you, you always go to Mayo. How about this year you add on a few nights in, in County Sligo, a beautiful part of Ireland. So maybe do that combination of somewhere that you've gone to all your life that you know well, the Connemaras, the Kerrys, and then pick a different part of Ireland that you've never been to and explore it this year. But do your research, find out what you can do in that county. And it'll probably surprise you because remember, millions of visitors come to Ireland to see these attractions. So let's enjoy it this year when we've got it to ourselves. Uh, Absolutely, yes. And, uh, you know, something that I have neglected is your blue books that are in cities because I generally love escaping to your properties that are out, you know, in their own land and you wake up to rolling hills. But, you know, you do have properties like in Dublin City. And I'm thinking of the Wilder, for example, which is fantastically positioned close to Stephen's Green. Yeah, a lovely historical hotel, very chic, very trendy. I know we're all um, designing or redesigning our homes during lockdown. So I think if you stay in the wilder, you'll get lots of ideas because I love the interior design there. So anytime I, I go there, I come back with lots of ideas about what I should be doing in my own home. It's a great location. Um, I often think if you're going away, maybe with a group of girlfriends, when that happens, whenever that happens, I know we're all looking forward to it. That would certainly be the, the perfect place to stay close to a lot of the restaurants as well like Dax or down to chapter one for a lovely meal 
we're also tired of cooking. I think once we yeah. come out of lockdown, we should really treat ourselves well, with some I, fabulous dining. I, I, well, during during level three, I think it was, and we were allowed to move within our own county. I was fortunate to have a lovely night in the Wilder. And myself and my other half, we didn't want to leave the room because it was so gorgeous. And the, the bath was so luxurious, so big. And uh, it was just so lovely. What we did was we ordered a takeaway into the room yeah. and it was a delight it was really I think really we're lovely. all going to enjoy everything once we get to the next stage um yeah. we had lots of people in Dublin taking breaks in the Marion Hotel during when we were at that level where you could take a break in your own county they were going to rest on Patrick Gibbs for a very special meal and then an overnight stay yeah I think we've got to spoil ourselves this summer but I think we've got to make a real effort to make the most of our staycations you know do our research um, plan it all out if you're into hiking look at the best hikes in County Antrim or County Donegal or wherever you're going to go so I think do the research this summer and then plan it out and of course, you know, where better than, than than Kerry? And you do have some special properties down there. I think there's one with a special, you know, lovely where you can experience a tent. Isn't that? Oh, uh, yeah. Glamping. That's um, glamping. It's the hideaway at Drumquinnan Manor. And um, so for those of you who, who want to do something special, um, they're absolutely gorgeous. I think everyone should just have a look at the Blue Book website and you'll see some fabulous pictures of that. But also... If you like your five-star luxury, you do have the Park Kinmare, and um, that's a beautiful five-star property. So if you're not into the glamping, um, <laughs> then you have that option as well. And I know the Park um, have just are working on a big refurb at the moment. So we're really excited to see what that's going to be like when we emerge from lockdown. Yeah, look super. And I think I think the the addition of walks and you know your grounds attached to your property is going to be really um popular for people looking for places to stay where you can kind of have everything on your doorstep. Um I'm thinking definitely, I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of Gan House myself, uh, yeah. which I, I, I visited last summer and again culinary delight oh my goodness beyond beyond fantastic food um but you, you're you're right in the center of Carlingford you've got lovely lock out there and behind you, you've got the mountain to climb um, oh, it's and it's a beautiful it's, part of the island if you're from Dublin or based in Dublin it's a very quick run up to Carlingford and then you have like you said that beautiful scenery so you could be out doing something different every day and then coming back having a lovely meal at night yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a place part of the island. You, you can park up, and and you know we we did visit a couple of pubs, and you know uh, you know for food for for for, yeah. for lunch and that. So like, but but we we didn't have to get into our car, and that that's lovely. If you you can, whether you're in the city or in the country, you can leave your car behind because you'll have everything close to you with a with a blue book um property. I think. Yeah, you were mentioning about walks and a lot of our properties have looped walks on site on the estate. So you can actually be out on property doing a nice walk. I know Ross League are just in over in Connemara, just finishing a new walk on at their property. But also if you're in Connemara, you have the National Park there as well. So really, I think it's about getting out and doing things this summer as well. Well, there's something I want to learn to do. And, you know, my great grandfather was a fisherman. I'm from the seaside town of Hoth. And um, you know, it's something that I 
have never done. I've never held a, held a rod. And when I was down in Riva House um, on lovely Loch Corrib, I, I know that they had the facility with the fishing boats and the, there were rods hanging all over the place. It's an it's a absolutely gorgeous um really authentic old old oh, country yeah. house it's just so peaceful yeah. there so yeah. so the, uh, one of my missions this year is to go fishing somewhere you know somewhere well, like i and would a- recommend kareva because you can also do something that's very romantic is they can arrange a picnic out on some of the little islands on loch carb which i think sounds absolutely delightful you pack up your picnic you you head off in the flat bottom boat out to one of the islands i think that would be absolutely wonderful and the other thing they've put in is a sauna on the lake. And um, again, I would take a look at some of the pictures online to have a look at this, but you can imagine sometimes it's not sunny in Connemara. (laughs) Imagine sitting in a sauna and looking out over Loch Carb. I think that'd be incredibly peaceful. After um, after a day's fishing, Michelle, you have me so That'd be fantastic. You're talking about learning new things. Why not go horse riding this summer if you've never been? I mean, we have uh, Mount Juliet Estate and Castle Leslie Estate both have equestrian um, centres on site. So if you're going away with your family, maybe with some kids, mm-hmm. I, you know, you want to keep them busy and active. That's something yes. you could do. Well, but also old, an older school. <laughs> Well, my dad loves horse riding and I've taken him all over America. We stayed in ranches and, you know, we've enjoyed uh, actually the, the, the topic for my, my latest novel is about a road trip, a father and daughter road trip, staying in ranches and horse riding and all that. And this year, because we couldn't go off on an epic trip, we went to Limerick and we went to Connemara and we went horse riding and horse riding in Ireland is just glorious because we have such oh, landscapes. It is, yeah. Yeah. And, and I do actually have the experience of taking my daughter to Manchester. Juliet and we went horse riding and I have to say it was fantastic it was a fantastic yeah. experience because the grounds have such stories and history to them you know it, oh, there's yeah. there's so much um heritage we have and that's the case yeah. with a lot of blue book properties I mean we have hotels from I suppose Barbastown Castle is probably the oldest from the 12th century onwards but I think nearly every century of Irish history is represented in some of our buildings yeah Yeah, but Mount Juliet is very special there's lots to do on site like it's there's golf there's a Michelin star restaurant there's the equestrian centre they have a kids club there as well um, to keep your children busy if you want to relax in in the spa or on the golf course absolutely I'm sure they've got they've got the the championship golf course which is going to host the um, the open this year the Irish Open you know that's that's it we really are spoiled um and you made me think of somewhere else there oh oh, for lovely activities um I my children were very fortunate they came with me to Glenlow Abbey and we had a wonderful time with um archery and a guy called Jürgen Hicks who has a fantastic um yeah, falconry uh, exhibition yeah. and uh, we had a wonderful time the kids learned all about owls and kestrels and all sorts of Glenlow is really really special and I don't know if you had the opportunity but they have the carriages from the old Orient Express the Pullman carriages there as a restaurant which is really romantic and it's actually the last place I stayed before lockdown last year with my husband and we went for a lovely meal there and then we went to their they had the cinema uh, on site and we were able to watch Merger on the Orient Express there which is something oh, really I'm special lovely. to do but that's a great gateway city like Galway you could have the city break in Galway and then go out to Connemara 
and spend a few days in Connemara. So combining yes. again the city and the countryside that in is, your that, staycation. Oh, absolutely. It's a wonderful idea. And um, yes, I can I can vouch for that Pullman restaurant. They have the complete with sound effects. You feel like you're just pulling away from a station and the Frank Sinatra singing. And it's, it's great. Oh, no, it's it's really it's really lovely. And it, it's a memory that stayed with us during lockdown. <laughs> This is, you know, you know it, it's it's really great to um, have these special stays in our own home country, you know, because they are so much more accessible if you feel like having a little cheeky weekend or a night away and you've yeah. been to a property before and your family or that might know that, that that's what you like and they can spoil you and, and get you a blue book voucher and then you can go to one of their properties. So it's lovely. Yeah, we've we've. Um... The vouchers have been selling well during lockdown and, and it's really interesting to see the messages. There's lots of thank you messages. Thank you for looking after my parents. I really appreciate you doing all the shopping. And then all the missed birthdays. We're seeing those messages, which is a little bit sad. Um, just saying, sorry, you're not having a 50th birthday party. Enjoy this when you can go away. So um, yeah. I think we're all going to have a really good time. It, probably a little bit down the road, but we'll all really start to enjoy ourselves and get out there and enjoy the countryside as well. Oh, yeah. I think we are. And my, my own father turned 80 last weekend and um, that's what I gave him a weekend down in Dunbrody House. So he's looking oh, very good. Wexford. <laughs> so he's very excited about that. You can't wait for it to open that's up. That's actually the first <laughs> booking I've made for myself. And I'm bringing away my father and mother-in-law to Dunbrody. So we're really looking forward to that. We have it booked hopefully everything will be open but as you know Michelle um, the hotels understand that if people have to cancel they can cancel so there's going to be so much flexibility this summer so I encourage people to book have something to look forward to but realize that if they have to change it it is easy to change yeah absolutely it's great and you do have the security your vouchers are are indefinite there is no time restriction with them which is a wonderful facility no we we love there's a little competition between the hoteliers to see what's the oldest one they'll get every season (laughs) you know and um you know we'll get ones from the 1990s back in as Uh, well so yeah no we just want people to use them this summer get away enjoy ireland when we can yeah, and, and, and there's much out there to be explored Michelle thank you so much for your inspirational chat um, I cannot wait for us to be uh, travelling into county now soon please God so well, but um, yeah. hope, hope, hopefully but um, uh, listeners can find out more on irelandsbluebook.com yeah absolutely yeah. irelandsbluebook.com for a lot of inspiration and have a look at our Instagram if you want to at some of the beautiful houses all around absolutely get your inspiration from the social media thanks very much for joining me michelle thank you michelle it was my pleasure well that's all for this week i've an action-packed podcast next week when john sheehan from the dubliners joins me with some very novel travel tales as he takes me away on a journey with his new album and his book of poetry I'll just remind you that if you're looking for a read this weekend, my my novel, Journey to the Heartland, is still only $1.99 on Amazon Kindle. But you can buy a copy of the book directly from Kenny's Bookshop Online, or if you go to thenovelpress.com, you can reach out and get it there too. So ciao for now, and as ever, I leave you with Pat Coldrick and Ario Sunrise.